It's time to talk money. Can you name any country on this map? Honestly, my geography is so horrible. I can't name anything. Is it South Africa? Nope. It's the Financial Guys radio program. We have the country of Asia. Nope. That's a continent. And uh, that's oops. Russia. Africa. That's a continent. How about a country in Africa? Uh, I know South Africa is over here somewhere. No, it's, no, it's down here. Yeah. yeah it's now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. This is the Financial Guys Media Network. We are the Financial Guys. I'm Mike Hayflick, along with Mike Lomas and Mike Sparaza. Week two doing this, right, guys? That's right, two in a row. We're, we're actually on location, remote, and live at the Wings Meeting Place in Orchard Park, New York, for the fifth annual Buffalo Cigar Festival. So we have another guy named Mike. He came all the way from Rochester to really help us and get us all set up. So thank you, Mike. He did a great job getting us up, all set up. 80 degrees. Beautiful. Almost like good football weather, guys. It is, and we're, we're near the Bill Stadium, so I feel like we should have a cigar and a beer at some uh, point and, you know, start the tailgate for yeah, Monday night. Yeah, I mean, we're literally <laughs> maybe Sparaza throwing a football away from the stadium, not me, but yeah. we're, we're pretty close. It was pretty cool uh, coming down. Already people are, are partying. Like, literally, RVs are probably already set up. Barbecue's going, and it's only Saturday. <laughs> what is it? So Sunday, Monday, we got about two and a half days to the Bills playing the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Everyone's so psyched and pumped up, and rightfully so. It's a pretty good team. A drinking town with a football problem, right? Isn't that the shirt? <laughs> that is. Sh- and I will tell you, after you guys read our uh, varsity football game last night, I don't want to talk about football until Monday again because that was a tough loss for our team that, against the Iroquois last night. That was a tough loss, and I happen yeah. to live in Alma, so yeah. Mike happens to live in Alma. So, well, we, I guess we were all there to witness it. We're going to break down. <laughs> we have film to break down um, over the Grand Island um, uh, loss. We'll just call it a loss <laughs> to the Iroquois Chiefs. Um, Go Iroquois. It was fun, though. Yeah. Fun. Fun to be there. Yeah, for to, you guys, it was. For well, you guys, it I'll was, I'll tell yeah. you what. After the communists shut everything down for a few years, it is absolutely great to see stuff back to normal. I mean, yes, there's still a few people who have been brainwashed beyond belief and are still wearing face diapers. But for the most part, it's few and far between. So it's fun to see. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, folks, give us a call. 844-434-4TFG. You can text us on our text line, 716-817-0716. As always, if you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Um, I think the talk of the week, guys, was uh, illegal immigration again. But this wasn't an activity at the southern border. That's going on at 200000 a, a month yeah. with lots of getaways, like probably 40,000 getaways every month. That's in addition, by the way. Um, I looked this up on the Crazy. customs and border. 40,000 getaways. Yeah. 40,000 getaways. Yeah. And you got some of these whiny, complaining I mean, just can't stomach them, Democrats. Like, There's 50 people here. We can't take it. You know, you got dirtbag Obamas with 10 rooms there for those folks to hang out. You could take, you could take 10 out of the 50 right away and throw them into Obama's mansion. But never did I, nowhere did I see, you know, Michelle Mybell go, hey, just so you know, there's room in our place. Bring them on. Dirt bags. They don't make them any dirt, dirt, more dirt baggish than these left-wing liberals who profess to help but just can't do it. And I sent you guys this tweet last night. Martha's Vineyard population, 17,000. Migrant encounters, 50. 5-0, that is. Not 50,000, 5-0. Del Rio, Texas, population, 34,584. Migrant encounters, 49,563. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Martha's Vineyard's complaining about 50. Yeah. They need to... They need to, to... Uh, fire up the the planes, the buses. Yep. There needs to be 
20,000 people dropped off at, yeah. at Martha's Vineyard. A day. That's that exactly what needs to happen, right? You want them in? You want to bring them in? You, we, apparently, Texas has got room for them. Oh, that's fine. As long as it's in Texas. You know, their dirtbag plan is being exposed. And the plan is, let's put these people in red states. Let's make sure the federal government can take over elections so you don't have to show ID. And these people can illegally register and they can vote, right? And now we'll take over the red states. See, they don't need them in the blue states. They don't need yep. them in Martha's Vineyard. They don't need them in New York State. They don't need them in Illinois. They don't need them in New Jersey. They don't need them in California. And so because they're not needed anymore, they throw them away like Andrew Cuomo. And I'll say, what Mike, we've talked about this on our podcast and with Sheriff Daniels, too. Isn't it funny? We live in Buffalo, obviously. The, the northern border, shut down. you got to get 75 COVID tests to go over the border or come back to the states. The southern border is treated totally different. It's the same country. right? It's the same exact country. Our northern border is tight, tight as can be, and our southern border is wide open. Yep, and they, uh, they're, they're pretty much following the same game plan, guys. Like They want to spend everyone else's money, and they'll keep doing it until we run out of our money. And they don't mind illegal immigration as long as it's not in their place. It's not right. in their town. They don't mind if Arizona, Texas, New Mexico get overrun. As soon as these loving liberals say, no, 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 we embrace you. We're sanctuary cities, sanctuary state. We welcome you. Literally less than 24 hours, those people going to Martha's Vineyard were already going to Cape Cod on some yep. military base. Yep. What's in you, Maine? <laughs> right, like, right. Like, get out of here. Right. You're not welcome. Well, Go to the military base. They don't. Those, hot, those homes on Martha's Vineyard are really, really tiny and they're overwhelmed because most of those homes are being used 24-7. Yep. Uh, actually, no. No. Actually, most of those homes are vacant. <laughs> and most of those are third homes. Or in the case of the Obama family, they're the fourth or fifth home, right? And they're just not being used at all. But, God forbid, we couldn't let them use that home. No, no. You know what we want? We want you to go down to Miami, Florida. We want you to go down to Palm Beach, Florida. We want you to go down to Delray Beach, Florida, and see if you can occupy some of those homes because you just might vote differently, and we might be able to control those states too. Yep. I actually have a clip I'd like to play. This is yeah. the um, this is the response. So at first you think, oh, she seems like she's embracing, but wait until you hear this guy. This is just really precious. And there you have it. What's one of the more difficult times? Well, um, they're going to have to move. We can't keep them here well, now. There's no my, room. 
We have a more, we have a housing crisis here on Martha's Vineyard. That's what she says. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite things though is they brought 125 National Guards members for 50 people. Yeah. Right. Oh, At yeah. the southern border, it's one National Guard for every hundred thousand oh, yeah. that comes over now, up that, here. Though. That's, well, that's how Democrats yeah. are with everything, yeah. right? We oh, oh, we should pay higher taxes. Everybody should pay their fair share. And then you find out, wait a minute, dirtbag Harry, you're <laughs> moving your boat to a different state because there's no boat tax there. Yeah. Oh, oh, you've hired a bunch of accountants. Uh, uh, and and now you're hiding all this money, yep. uh, Bill Gates, yep. uh, you know, a Warren Buffett. Also, oh, so you want me to pay a 45 to 50 percent tax bracket, but you've hired accountants, and now you've paid a 10 percent tax tax bracket. I understand that, right? It doesn't matter what it is. The, hypo- the hypocrisy is unbelievable, and especially when these dirtbags, and they are absolute dirtbags. So for those of you who left the call and say, Mike, you really need to be polite. You really need to be a little bit more nice. You're nasty. You call them dirtbags. They are dirtbags. They are absolute dirtbags. Let's let these people over the border. Let's, we're a sanctuary city. We're all loving. We're all inclusive. Oh, oh, you're bringing them into my house? Oh, no, 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 no. Not, not Send them back not down to the border. Send them back down. That, that's yeah. what's going on right now. So let's let's just go through a few things that I wonder if the liberals are upset about. The inhumanity of the journey many of these immigrants are enticed to take, right? They're bribed by drug, drug dealers. Many die on the journey. They die in refrigeration trucks. They die crammed into 110-plus degree tractor trailers. Then our, our border states and cities, they're the ones overloaded, right? Social services, sex trafficking, illegal immigrants coming in here. They have horrific intentions. And then how about this? Fentanyl deaths are now far exceeding 100,000 per year. This is all because of the border being open. What do you liberals feel about this? Aren't you sad for all these people, the people dying on the journey, the people in America dying because of the fentanyl getting trafficked in? Are you upset about that? I saw a stat the other day. They were saying I think it was 375 people a day dying from fentanyl overdoses. Yes. A day. I yes. mean, that is, that is absolutely insane. And if you don't see a problem with that, you, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, well, like you and, said. And, to, and to fight it, you need to cut off the source, right? And right. that source is at the lower border. On the right. way here, Mike and I, uh, Hayflick and I, were talking about the fact that, look, at that stuff is so deadly that it's just not the people, the kid who's smoking co- uh, crack or cocaine and they mixed it in or marijuana. That stuff is so dangerous that if, if the wrong people get their hands on that and mix it into some, you know, some, uh, some food, it can kill millions and millions of people. I mean, you literally need a few inches in a bag. They kill millions of people. That's how deadly this stuff is. And it's coming right over the border. 93% of all the drugs coming right through that border, and they could care less. They could care less because they want to win elections. That's all they care about. There was that story a couple months ago where somebody was, was dying from a fentanyl overdose, and somebody tried to give them mouth-to-mouth, and then they overdosed. Oh, yeah, easy. Like, yeah. that's how crazy it is. Easy. You're overdosing from of, helping. We've had lots of police officers that have just touched people that have had fentanyl on them, yeah. and, and that exposure has killed them. Yeah. No doubt. We're going to take a quick break here, folks. I just want to pitch again. We're here at the Buffalo Cigar Festival. Uh, that is at 3964 California Road in Orchard Park. Now, if you want to come down, Anywhere from $69 to $199, a really great package, a VIP package. You'll get a great kit of cigars, um, all sorts of stuff, T-shirts. The food here is phenomenal. It's really known for the cigars, but it's also known for the music and the food. Pig roast, hamburgers, hot dogs, sausages, potato salad. You've got everything here, folks. Got some great bands, too. Brad Band, Ancient Spaceship, Dan Manoog, and Brendan Bartu of Southbound and Hair Nation at 5. So, folks, come on down. It's a sunny day, 80 degrees. Uh, the week of a Bills game, Monday night here, we're about about a mile from the stadium right now as a crow would fly. 
Wings Meeting Place, folks, live. We are the financial guys. We will be right back. Look what I said. Go back and read what I said. I went on the floor and got you votes. So let's get those things straight, too. Saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Come on, give me a break, man. What a stupid son of a bitch. He's an angry elf. The Financial Guys, where money meets politics. for the fifth annual Buffalo Cigar Festival. And uh, Mike, Mike, you and I, uh, we pulled in here, walked through the venue, smelling all the good food, seeing the beer being drunk and drank, <laughs> us, us wanting to be drunk, um, and the cigars and the smell, and we're like, man, how it's so hard to not go over there and just grab a beer. We're waiting, though, folks. You're not here to see it. <laughs> yeah. you, you wouldn't know even if I told you we weren't drinking, but... Yeah, um, we have a tough enough time doing the show sober. Let alone <laughs> Probably just for the censoring, you know, our, our mouths might get a little, a little spicy, filthy if we, yeah. if I we wonder, were drinking. That, but you, you, I mean, I don't, I'm, we've never done that. But I don't know if you're allowed to be on the radio with alcohol. And, <laughs> I, I think that's more would be more of a podcast than a live radio thing. Yeah, I would I think yeah. say, you can't say bad words on the radio, yeah. and you can't. Yeah. I don't think you can show up and talk yeah. to David. I don't know. Right. Right, well, yeah, lots going on. Immigration, the story again, right? Martha's Vineyard, a little drop off of 50 the illegal immigrants. Remember, they're illegal by Ron DeSantis. What a fabulous political move. Uh, I was going to say, is there a person in politics that trolls better than him, though? No, I mean, Ron you know DeSantis we are, is phenomenal. We're talking about that in the way here. There's, he, what he is doing is he's taking the good qualities of Trump. And what I mean by that, the good qualities as a politician of get out in front of the media. Don't yep. be afraid of them. Don't back away from them. I always use the example of Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney years ago said, 48% of the country is sucking off the system and they're useless, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, oh, they called him out. And he said, I am so sorry. I should have never said that. And I said, that's where he lost the election, right? And then Trump shows up and says, yep, 40-something percent. We're at that point, by the way, folks. We have uh, 25 percent of the country, 59 million people, 19% of the country, 59 million people in this country on welfare. And these are not people who've got disabilities, totally different. These are people that are just sitting at home, sucking up the system, able-bodied people. We're at 59 million. And it needs to be said. But what I like about the Santa is he goes right at it, hits it right on the head, and he's not going to back down from these creeps. And he's starting to figure out that if he doesn't back down, it means more politically. It means more to folks like us who continue yep. to get solicited by the Republican Party for money. And I've been, we've been waiting forever for somebody with a backbone to say, okay, you're the guy. We can, we can get behind you and support you. Absolutely 1,000%. And this whole thing about shipping these people up, continue to do it. Not 50, 50,000. That's what we need. Send 50,000 people to Illinois, New York mm -hmm. City, and uh, to Martha's Vineyard. And I love it. Harris's house, keep sending them. Keep sending them. Not 20. Send 3,000. Put them right on our front lawn. Nancy Pelosi, here, you're going to handle these people. You're the big mouse that said everybody should should step up and take care of these folks. You could do it. I'd, I'd love them to send a million over to Gavin Newsom in California. Just give them to him because he loves them. He, he, he you know tells everybody we're you know right. anti-human now, right? We're anti-climate. We're anti-everything. Yeah. Give them to him. He'll take them. That's right. 
That's right. They're welcoming it. They're all yeah. yeah that's yeah. That, that's where that's exactly I, I where they think should go. There were three more buses full right at the DC uh, right in DC yep. where Kamala Harris lives. So yep. another three. Keep going. Yep. yep. Keep fill, dropping. Fill, keep, fill up her neighborhood. Keep dropping. Watch it. Watch and see. By the way, if you keep dropping them, that all of a sudden now the border will be protected. Martha's Vineyard will, will the miraculously a fence will be built around that place. Well, right? I was going to say, did you see Kamala's house? By the way, there miraculously yeah. was a tall fence there. Beautiful. I was shocked. Oh, I'm like, why would you have that? A yeah. beautiful metal yeah. fence, yeah. painted sharply black, yeah. real high, yeah. where you couldn't climb over it and you couldn't climb underneath it. Isn't that amazing? Why do you need one of those? I don't no. understand. Why would you? I don't know why. Why would you? They, they. I'm sure she has a little card to give all the illegal immigrants. They just swipe the card; they can come right yeah. in. Oh yeah, Dirt right. Bag. Yeah. Use her pool. Bag. Yeah. All their. She'll buy arm. food for them. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Dirt are you kidding? Bag. Yeah. Dirt bag. And if they actually did that. If they actually did that, I'd have a little bit of respect for it. Oh, yeah. Right? I agree. If they, if they said, okay, uh, you know, uh, Mayor uh, uh, Goofy Lightfoot up there, whatever her name is in Chicago, right? Lori Lightweight. Oh, I can't, we can't bring these people. If she said, you know what, we've got the system set up in place, we're bringing them in, blah, blah, blah. Okay, got, all right, you, you're putting your money where your mouth is. They are doing just the opposite. They are in panic mode because they know they already have enough homeless people. They already have enough crack-infested homes in the city of Chicago, and they don't need more. Here's what's my favorite about, about Chicago, though, and, and, and California. Now they're, they're not just playing the it's unfair, but it's, well, why don't all the people that are from Texas and, and these states come to us because we'll take you, we'll treat you better. So, so now they're asking the good people to come through, right? And, and they don't want anything else, right? They're it's amazing. Laughing. Yeah, they're laughing. Yeah. Yeah. They're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> just never ends, guys. Never yeah. ends. You can't make it up. I mean, literally, if we tried to figure out ways to just make it more outrageous, more of like a big parody, we couldn't do it. They do it. They do it, and then we go, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like, wow. how did they do that? That was actually very creative. Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's, what's amazing to me is there's going to be a whole group of people that show up and vote for these idiots again, right? You're going to see this stupidity yep. and go, I think I like it. It's a good idea. I want more of this. Uh, I, 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 that, that's the part that's fr more than the politicians because we know who they are and what they do at this point. What's even more frustrating is the people that keep voting for yep. them and the people that see nothing wrong with what's going on. Yep. You it's, have to be brain dead. It's amazing to me after what the communist, I mean, Democrat Party did throughout COVID. In places like Erie County, Rochester, Buffalo, right? Uh, that there's not more conservative thinking people, middle of the road people. I'm not saying, you know, okay, the, the far right conservative thinking people. I'm saying middle of the road people that say, wait a minute, these people shut down our schools. Yeah. These people were saying it was a good idea to not have our kids in school when they knew the flu had a 0% chance of killing them, right? They were shutting down restaurants and gyms. I can't think of a better place to be if there's a flu going around than a gym, right? They shut these places down and didn't care. And on top of that, in places like Erie County, we had the health department ordering themselves takeout, ordering them, not even takeout, they were ordering themselves lamb chops, frozen lamb chops, so they could take it home to their family, right? So they were partying, getting paid overtime, massive amounts of overtime, yet many Republicans moderate democrats nobody's showing up to say so like amnesia oh okay we're back bills are on i can yep. go to the game everything's good we've also said it though it's also the conservatives and republicans when 13 percent of a republican voting a registered voter show up to vote in a primary so frustrating that's disgusting yeah absolutely disgusting yep. nobody wants to take accountability we can all talk about it if you don't show up to vote Good luck. Congratulations. You're getting what you deserve. And if you're not going to show up to vote now, when are you going to show up to vote? <laughs> when it's Great too late. Point. When it's too late. That's why places turn away and go, how could Venezuela 
be one of the richest places in the world, and within 10 years, socialism just destroyed it. And it, yes, it was Democrat socialists. That's what those people were told, too. This is yeah. different, right? Yeah. Now they're eating the animals in the zoo. Oh, wait, that's already done. They're gone. So now they're just starving. The average Venezuelan lost like 30-something pounds last year, right? That can happen here as well. And why? Because of big government. It never happens, by the way. If you look around the world, you never see, well, gosh, smaller government really crushed that system. Never. It's all Now, is it perfect? No. No, it's not perfect, but I'll tell you what, it's a lot better than big government, because we know big government has never worked, ever. And honestly, Mike, it's already happening here. Yes, we're not eating giraffes and animals like that, but what we are robbing people, we are taking things from businesses and stores. To Some of these people, they just walk into stores, they just take there's whatever not, they feel like. It's already happening here. Yeah, there's not a Democrat town in the whole country that's run that you go, wow, that's really cool. That's nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a few smaller places that still survive, but yeah. you, you know... The, the, the major theme of these Democrats is big government, big control, uh, a lot of crime, uh, a lot of waste, a lot of crack houses, a lot of vacant properties. The theme goes on and on. And then they have little victories inside it. Like City Buffalo is a perfect example of that. Like, oh, City Buffalo is great, man. It's coming back. Mm, I, I would say that the City of Buffalo has shifted. The east side of Buffalo has become more of a crack-infested, disgusting place. And, yep. yeah, North Buffalo's cleaned up a little bit, right? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's the way it rolls. You know, you want to clean up the city of Buffalo? There should be police officers on every corner until we get every crack-infested person out of that city, and that's yep. how you clean it up. Well, who did that? Oh, yeah, Rudy Giuliani did that. It worked out really well, and now they're making him out to be a bad guy. Yeah. Sickening. No question. We're going to talk a little bit about the Inflation Reduction Act Victory Tour. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the blame game. Trump is always at fault, folks, for everything going on. We're going to talk about George Soros-supported prosecutors and how they just seem to let every criminal out, no bail, no problem. They get back out there. We had a you know, LSU student killed at a traffic stop. Killed at a traffic stop. I want to talk about, too, because the, the comments from the people that live there, it was like, oh, yeah, this is commonplace. People get shot at traffic stops all the time. No. Like, that's not commonplace. This is not commonplace. And we are going to continue to talk. We are live, remote, Wings Meeting Place Pavilion. We are here for the Buffalo Cigar Festival, fifth annual. Um, folks, don't go away. We're going to be here. Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, and Mike Lomas. We're here again, three of us together and uh, in Orchard Park. The week of a Bills game, you can't beat this, guys. September weather in Buffalo, football time. Uh, we're not going anywhere. We've got another hour and a half with you, so stay tuned. If you need to reach us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. We are the Financial Guys on the Financial Guys Media Network. 444-434-TFG. That's 844-434-4834. All righty, welcome back. Mike Hayflick, Mike Lomas, Mike Sparaza, the financial guys. We are here at the Wings Meeting Place in Orchard Park. What a great day. Oh, my gosh. 80 degrees, sunny, cloud cover here and there, cooling us off a bit. We got great music playing in the background. Cigars are being smoked. Beer is being drank. Is that right? Drunk. drunk. My wife, will, uh, she'll correct me later, I'm sure. <laughs> um, that'll be the only criticism she has of me on, all Mike day. And Mike and Mike. You didn't know how to use the word drank or drunk. Come on, you know, you should know that. Um, but a lot high, of fun here. Did you do high school education? Didn't you? <laughs> I know. Come on. Fifth Buffalo Cigar Festival, fifth annual. It's really good to be here. And, uh, folks, you can still come out. Tickets, $69 to get in. Cigar lover package, a VIP aficionado package. Um, there's room, but it's it's a lot of fun. you got to come out here. Um, it's right on California Road in Orchard Park, and uh, I think we're going to hit the phone lines. Yeah. We've got Ben in Fairport. Ben, are you there? 
Oh my gosh. I love you guys. You are hilarious. Look, I'm a <laughs> mega guy and you are the thin guys, right? And if I work for your company, you could call me the crippled guy. No. Oh no. I was I'm a I'm a wheelchair user, so if you could send a bus by my house, I'd like to go to Martha's vineyard, okay? I think I need a vacation. But my 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 question is I got a small settlement so far for my injuries, about $66,000. I'm 78 years old, going on 50, and I look better than Billy Joe. So is is there something you could do to me or for me or with me? Um, You know, I'd like to be able to, you know, the only real savings I have, you know, um, how can I parlay that, you know, can you sell me some gold or something in a oh wheelbarrow my. that I can have? I have no idea. Yeah, so can I take that? All right, so we, if you if you popped into our office, we would walk you through a homework process. And walk me I, through. I, I really, if, you know, through. if you've got 60-something thousand dollars and that's the majority of your net worth, it doesn't mean you might not put a little bit into something like gold, but really, in my opinion, you know, three, four, five percent in commodities. I think the mistake people make is when the stock market has tough times, they automatically want to go to gold because they think it's going to be some kind of a long-term oh. savior. Now, it's now's usually the time the absolute... to buy, right? What's that? Now's the time to buy. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, people look at you know if this. I, this is what I hear all oh, the market's down, and what if it goes to zero? I'm like, if it goes to zero, we got way bigger problems than you're ready for, right? <clears throat> and if you think your gold is going to be worth anything, it's not. You know, buy guns if you really? think the market's going to zero. Now is the time, absolutely, to do what we call trade up, which is go through your portfolio and make sure you're invested in what we would believe to be the the better companies. You know, maybe it's the mutual funds that are like that are doing a better job of, of outperforming. But you want to buy low and sell high. And I'll tell you, if you got sixty-something thousand dollars, you really want to want to be extremely diversified. You keep some of it in a money market account, some of it in short-term government bonds, and then yeah, some of it in the stock market. And you do what we call rebalance, which is simply when the market does poorly, you want to buy more. If the market gets a little more weaker, you buy more. At some point, the market starts to turn around. It over, it always overbuys and oversells, and uh, and as it starts to do that opposite direction, starts to bounce back. Then you rebalance the other way. But you'd put together a well diversified, solid plan. If you certainly, if you want to pop into our office, eight three three Fin Guys. You know, we have offices in uh, but uh, Buffalo, uh, Batavia, Rochester. I know you're out in Fairport there. I think so. We can help you. We'll walk you through a pretty intense homework process, though. We want to understand what your tolerance for risk is. Are you conservative? Are you middle of the road? Are you willing to be a little more aggressive? And and together as a team, we'll come up with a game plan and a model for you, okay? Very good. I, you know, Harris RS stocks, they're military. You know, I traveled the world for them. Saddam Hussein knew me personally through his secretary. Um when he sold the equipment from the Kuwaitis, I used to teach radio systems. But um, I'm, you know, probably buying a stock from that company. Um, you know, uh, I mean, they they're the biggest supplier of military radios in the country and in the world. You know. Yeah, well, I'll tell you in our office if we're getting into buying individual stocks, we have chartered financial analysts. 
and I joke, guys like Paul Meeks who are on CNBC every day, or not every day, once a week at least, I'll say we don't let them out of the office to talk to people. Their oh. job is, you know, John Thur, uh, Peter Nielsen, they look at the stock and bond market all day, every day, from 7 in the morning till 9 right. at night. And we want to identify if it is a stock portfolio, okay, what stocks are fitting current themes, what stocks have good earnings or good uh, uh, you know, a book value, book, uh, uh, you know, cash in the bank and just, you know, dividends. Oftentimes we're buying dividend stocks. So you really there's a number of factors we're going to look at. Uh, believe it or not, the last the worst thing I think you can do is say, well, I really like this company, so I'm going to buy it. Now, we want to look at fundamentals first. We want to look at earnings. And right. Then, oh, by the way, if that company does fall out, that is the company that we see. Hey, look at all the research we did. It led us to this company. Then we buy that stock. So. Hey, look at use this as a resource. Eight three three Fin guys, we'd love to help. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Thank you, you got it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. That's Ben in Fairport. I I guess I would say too, you know, you got to know what your own savings and investments are trying to do for you. You know, don't just do what the neighbor across the street said. Don't do what your your grandmother did. Don't do what your neighbor over the fence is doing. Figure out your own plan and uh, you know speak to someone. And so as Mike said, eight three three Fin guys. Uh, we're going to stay on the phone lines. We have Gene. Gene's on, yeah. Awesome. Gene, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm well. How are you? And, you know, uh, I was playing golf, and I was playing real well until I dialed in. <laughs> I well, was just going to say, Gene, they'll let anybody call into this show, huh? <laughs> so, anyway, I, 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 I know I mentioned this to you, Mike, yesterday, but uh, the reason I'm calling in is the event that we're having coming up. And at the uh, George Lamb Post, on Monday, September 26th, at 6.30 p.m., uh, it's uh, Election Integrity in New York State, and it's being put on by the New York Citizens Audit. It's going to be presenta- presentation of the New York Citizens Audit finding. And also, for those that would like to come in and listen, after that, we're going to be showing uh, the uh, movie 2,000 Mule. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Gee, yeah. why is it so, still important? Uh, you know, and, and why is it still important that people remember that there were issues at our elections back in, uh, you well, know, in 2020? Here, here's the thing: if this is a bipartisan issue. I don't care what your affiliation is. Everybody should be concerned about election integrity. It's not a Democrat or Republican issue. Uh, it, it, it's something that we should all be concerned at. We, the people, should be concerned about election integrity. So, um, yeah, this is, this is going out, and uh, it, should, it should be good. We're hoping for a good turnout, so we're going to have it at the lamppost on the 26th at 630. Awesome. Presentation, and there'll be uh, pizza, beer, wine for everyone that uh, comes for purchase. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you can publicize it, it'll be, uh, it, it'll be good. All right. Awesome. Like I said, everybody should be concerned about. Thanks, Gene. Thank you. I'm going to just read this again. Election integrity in New York State. George F. Lampost, number 622 at 962 Worley Drive. That's Monday, September 26th, 630 to 930. Cash only, pizza, pop, beer, wine. Folks, you've got to get involved. We, we talk about illegal immigration. We talk about fentanyl coming, pouring over the borders and killing American kids. And we talk about this all the time. Every sing- We could have a show, a two-hour show every day and talk about these things. Crime in America, liberal cities becoming cesspools, literally. 
the, the homeless people defecating on people's business uh, sidewalks, and, and nothing changes because we end up with these people with voter dementia who go back to the ballots and they say, ah, oh, you know what, they say they're going to fix it. They never fix it. it. It'll never be fixed. They'll go into their own little mansions, fenced in like Nancy Pelosi, and then off we go again, and they're going to make it even worse. And it does matter. I hear people say, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know what? Look at what's happening down in the state of Florida. It does matter, right? It matters a ton. And DeSantis didn't win by that much. He didn't win by that much. By the way, this is why I'm so uh, hopeful for the country. People are moving with their feet. That's not good for the state of New York. That's not good for the state of Illinois. It's not good for California. But it is good for America. Um, uh, Florida now has more power in federal elections than New York State. I want you to think about that, right? And Florida just overturned all the school boards from the communist left-wing Democrats mm -hmm. to more practical-thinking people that don't want to, uh, you know, brainwash children about, you know, sex education at five years old, right? It is working down in the state of Florida. They're winning in the state of Florida. Oh, but guess what, by the way? The state of Florida is cleaner. The roads are better. I mean, it's just nicer. It's just nicer. They're winning. They're winning. And that's See, a good thing for the state of, or a good thing for the country, by the way. We had Miami mayor clips of Miami mayor yeah. saying it's like unbelievable and it's not rocket science. Right. They're Next literally supporting police, funding police. City, city of Miami, right? Which, by the way, happens to be highly populated, lots of tourism. 90-year low when it comes to crime. 90-year low. That's where they are right now. It works. It's pretty common sense. I mean, most of us with a brain would think, okay, well, you don't defund the police, and if there's crime, hey, guess what? Maybe you have more, not less. I don't know, just saying. But did somebody else try that? Oh, yeah, yeah, Giuliani did that. Yeah, yeah, it worked, but they blew, you know, blew that up for sure. So. Are you telling me losing taxpayers and high-income earners is bad for yeah. New York State? Is, yeah. that, is that what and, you're telling and, me? And, and voting to defund the police is bad? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that, Mike, to your point before, like, it's not rocket science. This no. is very easy stuff no, to very comprehend. Easy. Very easy. Never going to be perfect. People, you know, get into manic depression and all kinds of stuff, right? Never going to be perfect. But I'll tell you what, we, there's a proven track record that if you, in the smaller government, and you support the basics, right, which is the police department in a city, you make sure you support the police, you make sure you do whatever you can, and if you need more of them, you do that, right? Right now, we've just hired 87,000 IRS agents to go target conservatives. Guess what? If we wanted things more safe, I got a great idea. Take that money and hire more police officers. And to that point, socialism has a track record, too. It's yeah, not it very fails. good. Every right? time. So big government fails every yeah. time. All kinds of promises, how they're going to help people, how they're going to make your life better. It never, ever, yep. ever works. Liberals always think they're going to do it better. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And they sure never they do. Never they do it just as bad or worse but, every you know, attempt worse, they Mike. make. It's always worse because they always try other things that make less and less sense. Yeah. Yep. We're going to come up on just a quick break. We're going to come back with John from Rochester. Uh, we're going to talk about the markets. The markets have, have been very volatile all the way from January through June, a little bit of a comeback up till mid-August. And again, it's all about inflation. It's all about rising interest rates, and then the markets react. We're going to talk a lot more about that today and what you could do, what you should do. Um, don't go away, folks. If you do need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. If you'd like to call in this hour, 844-434-4TFG. Don't wait till the end, folks. We are at the Buffalo Cigar Festival, California Road and Orchard Park. A great day. Thanks for joining us. Don't go away. we got a lot more show to go. you got the Financial Guys on the Financial Guys Media Network.
You're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network. As somebody hangs up, that's your cue to call 844-434-4TFG. That's 844-434-4834. Mr. President, thank you for unifying and inspiring a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for all, for our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. I, that's an applause line. Oh, my. So not one thing she said in that whole 45 seconds was accurate. Not one. It's not not safer. one. <laughs> it, not we're one not thing better. We're not richer. We're, it, it, everything was a lie. Everything. The 750 to 800 billion dollar Inflation Reduction Act was exactly the opposite. It will not reduce inflation. Yeah. And then the very next day, I think it was right after they passed that climate change and energy and health care and all that they threw it all like a big alphabet soup of progressive uh, uh you know progressive items initiatives that it's all built into 800 billion dollars so imagine being that stupid though we just caused an inflation problem by pumping money into the economy and then coming out and saying you know what i think i can fix it let's throw more money out there uh, <laughs> i think i figured out what to do and let's oh. forgive some student loan debt. Yeah. That'll help, yeah. too. Let's not get money back and just send more out. That's it's literally like yeah. going, yeah. I'm going 80 on the thruway. Yeah, I'm going kind of fast. I might get pulled over. I might actually kill myself or someone else. I think I'll go 100. Well, and, uh, Mike, I think we talked to a buddy of mine who owns properties in the local area and during COVID when he wasn't getting paid for things, right, because there was these, uh, I guess we'll call it lifts on paying your rent. It would be like that, where you're not making money in, and then you're buying 50 more houses to not make money in on. It makes no sense, right? Yeah. Like, who would do that? Uh, well, i.e., probably why there's a little bit of a housing shortage, right? Right. I mean, you saw people. If you're one of those uh, landlords, and you're how, you're gonna are you gonna speculate on a home? Wait a minute. Okay. So the Democrats have said you don't need to pay your rent. Hey, do me a favor. So see if I can line up some builders so I can build another 50 of these where I don't get paid on it. Yeah. I, what a joke. Just a total joke. Everything they do is such an absolute nightmare failure. And it's like, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Unreal. Let's bring someone on who does never need a, an applause prompt. John from Rochester, you there? Listen, okay, uh, maybe not. Hey, guys. Well, yeah, I'm here. Oh, there he is. there you there. are. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah, listen. Uh, you're in the uh, shadow of the stadium where we're gonna we're gonna kick some butt on Monday night. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I, I think there's phenomenal. been more optimism being 47 years old over this team right now than I even remember during the Kelly days. I mean, you know, this is it's. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see. I, I, certainly, the fan base deserves it. Uh, uh, you know, normally I'm not a big person of saying deserve, 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 but gosh, all those years of I mean, just once, right? <laughs> we're going to go on Super Bowl. I, I don't want, like, we're gonna go 20 of them like the Patriots have. We just want one. <laughs> just one. No, I mean, I'll take that, too, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, we got to win one first, though. Uh -huh, yeah. We're going to go undefeated, guys, no doubt about it. But, you know, we got illegal aliens. We got an energy crisis. We got inflation. We got crime. We got abuse of civil liberties. We've got the Biden crime family. And what does the media do about that? Nothing. It's like crickets out there. And what really ticks me off, I'm calling for the defunding of NPR 
in the WXXI here in Rochester, which is an affiliate, and other NPR stations, uh, because we're paying tax dollars for the cover-up by this part of the media. Now, CNBC and uh, MSNBC, whatever, those are privately uh, run and financed corporations. But when we're paying tax dollars, we should be fine. Uh, NPR, it's, it's logical to me. And, and uh, this is what the problem is in our country, not only from NPR, but from the other uh, leftist media outlets. And this is uh, causing the, the destruction of our republic right now. Yeah, yeah, part of that, I'll tell you this, though, I still have Republican conservative friends that buy the paper. I still have conservative Republican friends that actually turn on CNN to see what they're saying. I'm like, don't do that. You're just feeding into that negative energy. I'll tell you, the biggest problem in this country, though, is Republicans not stepping up. We've got 26 Republican governors that literally, if they followed the lead of DeSantis, we win, right? I mean, DeSantis is taking over the country as the governor of a state. Uh, I mean, you can't not focus on him right now, right? I mean, the media is so petrified of him, and he's winning. And, and if other governors stepped up and said, okay, we're done, right? What Governor Abbott finally is doing. Uh, Governor Abbott fi saw enough of DeSantis to say, hey, I think I should get a little testosterone and do something about this. And now, uh, I mean, now the media can't hide from this. They are sending immigrants up to other places, and they are looking really, really foolish to the American people, right? Well, who did that? That is Republican governors. Two Republican governors have now changed the argument. Hey, wait a minute. Well, if this is if 40,000 illegal immigrants are good for this town, why are 50 of them not good for your town? Oh, because you're better. You're a liberal elite. This is they're being exposed, John, and this is great. Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, there's there's 118 uh Republicans that are running for various offices in the United States that believe in the voter fraud, in the uh, fraudulent 2020 election. And they're being criticized for it by not only the media and the Democrats, but by some, uh, some Republicans. But the fact is, the evidence of the voter fraud in 2020 is so evident. I personally saw uh, 25 hours of uh, legislative hearings in the battleground states back in uh, November and December of 2020, which produced 900 witnesses and 900 affidavits of various uh, numerous violations of uh, election law and outright voter fraud. And I think this 2,000 mules, I haven't seen 2,000 mules yet, but uh, I understand there's a tremendous amount of video evidence in that movie. No doubt. And, uh, you know, we had a call uh, earlier by Gene Sibek, and I just want to promote this again. Election integrity in New York State. You can go and listen to a presentation of New York citizens' audit findings and a showing of what you just mentioned, John, 2,000 mules. Monday, September 26th, 6.30 p.m., George F. Lampost, Whirly Drive in Amherst. So, folks, you got to get involved. you got to learn about these things. You can't just assume everything's going fine, everything's going to be just great. It's not going to be just great unless we vote these people out. John, go Bills, huh? Go Bills, and I'm telling you, we're going undefeated, guys. We're going to beat the 1972 Miami Dolphins record. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. I, I just want to see another great playoff round, maybe an AFC uh, conference championship here, right about a mile from where we're sitting. Oh. That'd be awesome. We, we, Thanks we, a lot, John. Have to do I hope you're right, John. Thank you.
Keep All right, to, to the point, though, Republicans need not back down, and that's the key, right? It's the key to success in a lot of different areas. It's easy to back down. Yep. You know, when we started doing this radio show 20-something years ago, and we started to get a little bit more political, you know how many people said, you need to back down. Yep. You need to stop. Yep. You can't talk like that. You yep. manage money. You're going to, 50% of the people out there aren't going to invest with you. And I remember there was a point where Glenn and I had a serious conversation together about, you know, what do we want to do? And we said, you know what, we don't want to be fake. We don't, we don't want to be dishonest, and that's, this is what we believe, and we're going to fight for it. And we didn't stop fighting. Guess what? We were able to deal with the work with people that think like us. And guess what? Our business got better, not worse, yeah. right? Monday through Friday. We don't get liberal, whiny, you know, I, 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 we get people that think like us. That's what we wanted, right? Governors stepping up. DeSantis, Abbott, stop. Don't back down. You, you didn't like 50? Okay, we got 50,000 on the way. Fifty. You got our problem. You're going to take our problem for a month. We're going to say that's the way you win. That's the way you win. And it's exposing them. They cannot help but not pick up these stories, right? If you turn on and say, oh, my God, they're moving illegal. Okay, anybody with a brain says, wait a minute. You opened your mouth. You said you wanted them. Why is it just Texas's fault? You can't be that stupid. You liberals that are driving around going, this is inhumanitarian. You can't be that dumb. You can't. You just can't. Speaking of CNN, though, did you hear their comparison yesterday, what this moving the migrants to Martha's Vineyard is, is like? No. If you had to take a guess, what would you think? 9-11. Okay, no, but, but an activity like that. The Holocaust. Oh, oh my saying moving migrants to Martha's Vineyard it has themes of the Holocaust. Can you imagine? But, but, that, but again, that type of stupidity exposes how literally dirtbaggish they are. Yeah, right? That's Anybody with a brain, there's many Democrats that have got to be listening. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it now, right? I get it. Texas doesn't want 40,000 people a day when Martha's Vineyards can't take 50, yeah. right? I get it. It's the same people, though, that compare January 6th to 9-11. Yep. Right. One conservative female died on January 6th, and they're 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 saying that's like the 9/11 tragedy in our country. You have to be nuts. Yeah. Well, it's making them certainly making them out to be nuts. That's for sure. Well, they do the sleight of hand, right? They call bills uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. They slap you right in the face with it too. So Republicans, conservatives, how about the moderate Democrats of old, the ones that just used to think, you know what, this is not common sense anymore. I can't follow this crap. They they don't they got to step up too, folks. Yeah, the we're old school up. Democrats that were all about higher wages for what, working class people. Remember them, working class. Yep, folks. You can reach us at eight four 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 three four four TFG. Text line seven one six eight one seven zero seven one six. If you need us throughout the week, eight three three Fin guys. We're at the fifth annual Buffalo Cigar Festival in Orchard Park, New York. Fabulous event, fabulous day. The week of a Bills game, Monday Night Football here in Buffalo, it doesn't get much better than this, folks. And the show doesn't get much better. we got another hour to go, so stay with us. You've got the Financial Guys on the Financial Guys Media Network. Uh, on your show, is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? What do you mean, like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? Ah! Alrighty, welcome back. The second hour of the Financial Guys radio show live at the Wings Meeting Place Orchard Park for the fifth annual Cigar Festival. Uh, having some fun. Hey guys, um, do we ever see any hypocrisy out there? Eh, a little, right? Never. Here's <laughs> never. 
God, God, no. Here's a, here's a, let's see, a liberal Democrat mayor who basically, I guess, feels safer flying private. So $30,000 more in first class travel for safety purposes, no, right? For sure. Well, they, they got to be safe. I mean, they can't, they got to protect themselves. I mean, they're just better. They're better. <laughs> That's the thing. They're better. So it's okay for them to fly private. It's okay for the Obamas to have the biggest SUV possible. Just not you and I, guys. I mean, we come on. It's for the better good. We'll do it. Do this it is for great. Them. They're just more this important. This is great. This is great. She she said, you know, Cantrell, Mayor Cantrell, first class to Washington. Oh yeah, you got to be safe flying to uh, Washington. Twenty three hundred extra dollars, right? First class to Miami, twenty eight hundred. And this is great. She had to go to Switzerland for something. First class, nine thousand eight hundred more dollars yeah. than just flying like the rest of us. There was a report that came out, too, yesterday. I'm a huge football guy, obviously. There was a report that came out yesterday that these colleges are paying for, for Eli Manning and Peyton Manning's nephew to go uh, visit Texas, $280,000 for a weekend. And then we're giving student loan debt back for free. Like, what, what, Let's talk to the universities, maybe bring costs down a little the, bit. The universities have zero reason to even consider bringing the cost down because they're not the ones that get stiffed, right? Of course. They don't get stiffed. So little Billy takes out a loan, pays uh syracuse or one of these big institutions x amount of money or shouldn't say syracuse but any institution and uh syracuse gets the money but uh but uh um well, who gets who's kind of gonna the, the bill is gonna be the taxpayers right again to me that's just that's just the craziness we live in like the, the examples you just gave recruiting trips for kids three hundred thousand dollars and again i'm all for football but i mean it just none of it makes sense anymore you can't you can't reason with it no you can't and they don't care <laughs> They slap True. you in the face with it, right? If ten thousand, it's this year, then maybe it'll be forty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. They didn't speak at all about lowering those tuition costs, but no. eh, you know that's no, not an issue, isn't it? Too, I, I guarantee, if they sent us in there, the financial guys, into any of these institutions to figure out where the money's going, right? So you've got little Billy in a class with three hundred people, the professors making hundred, hundred fifty grand a year, and these buildings have been around forever. So I don't know. I mean, I would think most of them are paid off, right? Uh, most of these colleges have huge, big uh, uh, grants and foundations and all this stuff, but yet still sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. Until the parents step up though and say, "We're not paying for it," right? I don't see mm -hmm. the value. I, I don't see the value in a hundred thousand dollar degree when I can go to the University of Buffalo for ten, right? What, once they start making those decisions, those institutional price, those prices will come way down. And Mike, we've talked about this on our podcast too. We actually talked about it with Mickey Kearns. Like, the other side of it too is maybe teaching kids what debt actually looks like and actually explaining. Here's a checking account. If you spend five thousand dollars and your checking account has two hundred and fifty in it, this is what happens to you, right? We don't do that. So these kids think, oh, let's go have fun and party. Which, again, I'm all for it. Have fun, but you can't complain when you have one hundred eighty. Can't come out of high school without a French or a Spanish degree, but you don't even know how to spell checkbook. Right. You right. don't even know what credit card right. debt is. It's sick. Right. Nope, and that's what our government does, folks. Uh, after $800 billion rolled out under what they, in, in a guise called the Inflation Reduction Act, which is really a climate change, they, they claim it's going to lower health care costs. Um, let me just read a couple things. This is actually what they tout right off the, uh, the Washington, uh, actually, the White House. As it's a fact sheet, it up, right? Way, it's a fact sheet. Who believes a Democrat? After Obama said your health insurance would, would drop by $2,500 a year 
And it, mine went up literally four thousand bucks that year. So say, I'm not Who in the world would ever believe a Democrat again about health care costs and lowering health care costs by the government getting involved? I, I, who? I, where are you? For those of you driving around that we really, really annoy you, I would love to hear from you. Like, what? Where was it that the government got involved and stuff got more efficiently and cheap? And if you're afraid to call in, text us your thoughts because we can read those too. Seven one six eight one seven zero seven one six. So let's talk a little EV. This is part of this uh, this bill, right? The fact sheet. Incentivize prevailing wages. The expanded tax credits for energy-efficient commercial buildings, new energy-efficient homes, and EV charging infrastructure. We got to talk about this. They want us to drive electric vehicles, and then they say to the folks out in California, hey, between 4 and 9, can you not charge those EVs? Yeah, they're We're- saying days now. It's not even <laughs> 4 and 9 anymore. They're saying, like, look at specific days you can't. Uh, but to your point, and Ca- California's a great example of that, right? Big government. Has stuff got, has the inflation problem gotten better there or worse? It's way worse. Ask the folks that just took the flight out to L.A. to see the Bills whip on the Rams for the home opener, right? They were paying $200 it was to park there. $200. I parked for the Bills game. It's 30 to 40 bucks, 20 bucks if you're willing to walk a little bit. And I'm complaining about that, right? Big government is going to do just the opposite. This inflation problem will only get worse. If we want to be realistic about fighting inflation, that means lowering the fuel prices and getting the 59 million people that are sitting at home collecting money for nothing back to work. Those are the two things that are going to lower prices. Homelessness numbers are up, though, in California, so they are winning there. Yeah, free living. Yeah, it's great. Of course, yeah. We always say 17%, 17%. We really do need to do a little research this week because 17% was two years ago. It has to be 18 or 19% at this point. Yep. The attack on companies, too. This is great. This is literally the bullet point. Stop companies from ripping off workers. Okay. Who employs the workers? <laughs> yeah. Companies? Big, big energy companies. Aren't they the ones who have the technology, the means to take us into this new era of clean energy? They just can't help themselves. They no. bash and bash and bash. And, uh, I mean, it just never gets any better. Um, it's always the company. They're always the bad guy. Yeah. Are there problems in companies? Of course there are. Nothing's perfect, right? But you know what? It's a, it's the government agency that says, well, there's a problem with sexual harassment in corporate workplace. And then you find out it was the government agent or the, the, the political appointee or whoever it was, the, uh, the politician Who's actually doing the uh, you know the sexual uh, right. uh, assault, assault oh, yeah. yeah or or whatever right yeah. uh, they're, they're the ones doing it and yet they're creating the laws and then making these companies jump through hoops to follow those laws every single time and to stay with the companies too you're just driving companies to reduce employees and reduce costs we're all going to go to you know what what when you look at these machines that do everything for your apps it's 2022 there's an app for everything right that's what you're driving these companies to do and that's what these people that vote for these people don't understand you think it's bad now it's going to be worse when you can't find a job because everybody's a, a robot and here's a bullet make it in america this is the very, very last president who would ever attempt to make anything else in America. He's like, he's beneath the lint in his own pocket into the pockets of China. He's beneath the lint. He, you can't find Joe Biden. He's so far down into the pockets of the Chinese. There's no way he's going to do anything to support America. He's going to keep sending jobs overseas. Who was who said they wanted to bring jobs to America and America first? Who was that that said that? <laughs> I don't remember. What was that guy's name? That, I don't know. He name? didn't. He did a lot of mean tweets. Was he a president? He was mean. That's what's amazing. They're talking about bringing jobs back to America and making America great. That is the whole point of what the last administration was. And now you're coming up with it like it's your idea. 
It's amazing. Let's not forget the 87,000 literally armed IRS agents that we're going to now experience, right? 87,000 new IRS agents that more than doubles the existing force, basically to go after the, uh, they say to go after corporate, corporate uh, tax dodgers, crack down on the largest profitable corporations. Let's face it, folks. They're going to be cracking down on everybody. This is their way to make a living. This is their way to make money. They don't produce anything. They don't produce, you know, great phones. They don't provide any service. They don't even want to protect our own border. What if, what if they more than doubled the forces down on the border? How about you do that? Not 87,000 IRS agents. They're, they're not about making America great. They're about ruling. They don't care what they're in charge of. They don't care what they rule. They don't care what they oversee. They don't care that it's going to uh, to, to, to garbage. They nope. don't care as long as they're in charge. That's yep. it. Somebody wants to hop in, by the way, 844-434-4TFG. We say this all the time. Do not wait until the end of the show, folks. But literally, folks call in at 10 to 3, and we don't get to you. 844-434-4TFG. And we'll talk about money, too. If you have yeah. questions about you and your money, I know the markets have been all over the place. We're rebalancing, trying to take advantage of it. Our clients are well diversified, and we've been through a lot of year volatility over the years and, and been able to take advantage of it. And uh, hopefully this will be no different. We do have Kevin and Brian on hold, too, after the break as oh, well. Yep. Awesome. Yep. We'll hit the phone lines. We're going to talk about the markets, the volatility that continues as as the Fed tries to get inflation under control. It's like the, the, the water is overflowing into the ship when, when our government keeps putting more and more money out into the economy with these bills that they pretend are inflation reducers. And then the Fed has to further, further raise interest rates. We've seen this happening since the first year, really going back to last fall. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Folks, don't go anywhere. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS. Uh, we are the Financial Guys on the Financial Guys Media Network. ...to border crossers with technology so they can be uh, tracked or so they can check in. Is there any plan to give free smartphones to U.S. citizens that want them? Should we not be tracking uh, migrants who irregularly cross the border? I'm asking if... Or do you have an alternative suggestion for how they should be tracked? I unfortunately have not been asked to make U.S. immigration policy. Uh, that's not Today's my... your moment. <laughs> well, it'd be great if uh, anybody that wanted a free phone and a free monthly plan could get one. So is that going to be an offer for everybody or just people that walk into the country illegally? Here's a bright idea. Go back where you came from. And now back to the financial guys, Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle. Welcome back. Just avoid. That's their their strategy. Avoid oh, yeah. the question, ridicule, yeah. make fun of. Should right? we not track them? Should we? Not? No, you idiot. We shouldn't let them over in the first place. And, and when they get over, we shouldn't track them. No, we should send them back to where they came from. How about that? <laughs> right? Uh, America's no not the dumping ground for the world. Should we track them? No. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what you're going to do. You know, you're going to track them with. Did you vote Democrat? That's about as much tracking as they're going to do. That's all you got to do. But again, why waste resources tracking them if you don't have to by just not letting them here? That's that right. would be the easiest approach. That's right. That's yeah. right. That, and that's and that Peter Ducey should have went after it. But she, he's doing him. He does a great job. But that's exactly what he should have said. No, no, we should be protecting our borders and not letting them in. Uh, and last thing is to say, hey, there's a cell phone over here. Hey, if you can get across the river, hey, see the cell phone? See this iPhone waiting for you? Here's your gift package here. Got a brand new iPhone and some welfare. Oh, oh, that, oh, that blue thing? Yeah, that's a Democrat registration form. Yeah, we'll get you all set up. You'll be good. 
some others doing a good job. Governor DeSantis, Governor Abbott actually sending illegal immigrants into liberal cities like Washington, D.C., New York City, right to the doorstep of Kamala Harris. And lately, just a brilliant, brilliant move to get attention to this problem, the massive problem at the border. Governor DeSantis sends two airplanes full, 50 people show up on Martha's Vineyard. Literally within, within 24 hours, they're already shipped away. They're already shipped away. We can't handle this. We boy, we, we we don't have the infrastructure to do this, you know. Eighteen fold it. Eighteen fold it. And then and that's exactly what you do. He got their attention. It's working. The national press is picking it up. The news, they can't help but not pick it up. And it's exposing the hypo- hypocrisy. Send twenty thousand people to Martha's Vineyard. That's exactly what they need to do. Did, did you see the reporter that tried to ask Kamala a question about the, her uh, the, the migrants outside her house? So the lady goes, hey, can I ask you a question? And Kamala comes over and she's like, what do you think of the migrant situation outside your house? Just beelined out of there. <laughs> she got right away. She wanted nothing to do with that question. No. Didn't but, invite one of them in, though. Yeah, Not one of them is no. having a, 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 some snacks and a, and a Bud Light at her house. There's, there's no uh, Josh wine getting opened at night with the illegal immigrants, right? There's no, uh, hey, we'll just set up this bedroom for you, and we'll make sure we get you on your way. None of that. None of that. In fact, they're not even getting to her property. You know why? Because she's got a wall in front of her house. She's got a wall. <laughs> right. Kamala, Kamala, did you find the root causes yet? Yeah, yeah, right. Kamala, come on back. Holy cow, is she fast. Boy, did yeah. she, she just avoided <laughs> everything. It's, just, it's like a big, like a long line behind her. You can't even see her. It's vapor trail, right? Um, hit the phone line. Serious. We got a serious, serious look at serious, serious. That's what we got. That's that's. <laughs> it's serious. it's, yeah. it's yeah. not yeah. shocking. And yeah, maybe uh, she will, though. To your point, maybe she will get on a plane, private jet, and fly down and actually see what the problem is this time. Right. I maybe maybe if we that. dump enough of them on her front lawn and Nancy Pelosi's front lawn, they actually will. And that's exactly what needs to happen. Good for them. Good for a few Republican. Uh, uh, governor stepping up and actually doing what needs to be done. Absolutely. Go Kevin and then Pendleton is on deck, but we're going to go to Nancy Orticelli first. Nancy, are you there? Hi, guys. Hey. How are you? Hey, Nancy. Thanks for calling in. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm really good after this week. Um, I just wanted to call and let everybody know that we had a big protest against Mark Poland cars on Tuesday. He had a big Erie County Democrat um, campaign kickoff and we decided that because of Mark's tyrannical mandates and the way he was so hypocritical about them, you know, ice skating with his mates and having beer while kids had to be masked, we decided that he doesn't really deserve to have a fundraiser unprotested from here on out. So gauntlet they literally had to walk through a group of us in order to get into the event and you know missy hartman from eden running against mickey kearns uh for clerk below exactly what we think kind of along the veins of what you guys are talking about like peter Ducey questioning you know the press secretary people real need to realize that you can do that as well you don't have to leave it up to the press you absolutely have the right to question those politicians who wanted us locked down, backs and masks, and losing our jobs as a result. But the sad thing was when we would ask the Democrats who walked in, are you for mandatory vaccinations for children, and are you for abortion up until nine months, a couple of them said, yeah, we love it. And that's just disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Um, 
But other than that, I wanted to bring something up as well about Mike and Glenn and the whole financial guys organization, I guess. You guys are so much more than just financial advisors. You guys really are an inspiration to Western New York, actually New York State. I don't know too many people who do as much as you guys do for people's freedoms. And as a result, I know Assemblyman Z. Petro is holding an event in your honor and in Lee Zeldin's honor on October 6th at Lucarelli's. And just wanted to let your listeners know if anybody is interested in going to that, go to dpatro4u.com, show up for Mike and Glenn, show up for the people of Western New York who have fought so hard to protect our freedom. Uh, well, thank you. It's quite the honor, especially coming from folks like you and David who really, really are fighting every single day. Poor David, he's got to go to Albany. Could you imagine that? Imagine that? Imagine that's your no, he to go down to that cesspool every other week. No, in fact, you know, his blood pressure suffers for it because of it. But he was at a gun forum this morning that he held for uh, Second Amendment rights. And he was telling people, faith, family, and freedom is for my family and for my faith that I do this because I believe so wholeheartedly in fighting for the people of New York State that he's not going to give up. So, And I know you guys aren't either, and I just want you to know I really appreciate all you do. Well, thank you. October 6th, if you want to. Hey, look, if anybody wants to come and honor me, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> October 6th. Plug that one more time so we can maybe get some folks there to help David. Sure. It's October 6th at Lucarelli's Banquet Hall. It is, uh, you go to see Pietro for you, or you can go to Win Red and um, just get some tickets, be a sponsor, and let's all show up and have a good time. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you for everything you do. Continue to awesome. Thanks, Mike. Talk I'll to you just, later. Thanks, Nancy. I mean, I, I will say this. I know I don't want to you know, embarrass Mike, but Mike and Glenn are literally the tip of the spear. We, it's easy to follow leaders, right? To follow good leaders, and that's what these guys have always been. I mean, I mean, really, right? What, coming out of the COVID February, March of 2020, very dangerous, scary, don't know what's going on. But literally, April, May, you started going, all right, like, come on. we got to be common sense here. Yeah. And so, too, did Trump, right? Yep. Get yeah. back to school, kids, right? Kids, yeah. were, kids were not allowed in school. And, and I mean, it might be decades of damage that was done to be. kids in, our, in America. It decades worth of damage. That no doubt. Put, that decades worth of damage. And that's why I just, it blows my mind that parents forget. That parents don't get involved politically and say, I remember what you did to my kids. Yep. And they're going to pay for the next 10, 15, 20 years, maybe forever. We're not going to forget that. And the mental health crisis, Mike, that's going to be oh, yeah. just through the roof over the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years is the scary part to me. The mental health part of it where people just losing the capability to reason with people or talk to people that don't think like them because of that. They divided us in every way possible during COVID, and it worked. Yeah, not, not to mention the massive amounts of businesses, folks that yeah. had family-run businesses for decades that just yeah. got washed to the sidelines yeah. because they said, well, we think you can get COVID in a restaurant, but if you, because we're not bright enough to know that you're going to invite 50 of your best friends over on the weekend anyway. It's like just painfully dumb. Hit up the French laundry. Yeah. No doubt. I definitely want to play a little take by Guy Benson. He, he actually commented on the um, the idea that it was really Trump's fault that all this went to heck. You know, right? He didn't, you know, he's ruined education. They, they literally project everything that they do, they project onto still, still Trump. Two years after Trump is out of the White House, right? You just got to hear this take. It's, it's actually 
uh, pretty much appropriate for everything the left does. Blame, project, whatever you think was wrong, you did it, we fixed it. No, you made it wrong. Um, if you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS, we do a lot, financial planning, wealth management, we have an independent team. Um, Mike, maybe you can share a good success story after the break too, home and auto specialist here. Um, he's got a great team, folks, to help make sure your insurance is in place, but at the right liability levels, but also at the right cost. Uh, when we get back, folks, we've got more and more talking about the Inflation Reduction Act. Okay, sure. Um, you can like us on, uh, what, Facebook? Yeah. Yes. Twitter, at FinGuys. Folks, don't go away. You got the Financial Guys on the Financial Guys Media Network. From the WBEN Newsroom, I'm Tom Puckett. Here's what's happening. You can see the video at WBEN.com. Demolition of the Great Northern Grain Elevator began yesterday. State Senator Sean Ryan unhappy. What you see really is the truth, and the truth is that ADM has been lying to the people and to the city of Buffalo, and the city of Buffalo hasn't really tried to figure it out themselves. Tim Thielman says the city panicked after last year's windstorm damaged the grain elevator. A Buffalo man is charged with a double murder last month. 18-year-old Jameer Woods is accused of shooting three people in a Parker Boulevard apartment in the town of Tonawanda, killing two. Three people have been indicted in connection with the deadly stabbing in Lakeview in July. 26-year-old Jared Adamski is accused of killing 25-year-old Brendan Benoit. Harrison Drozen and Kaylee Skibik-Shue are accused of luring Benoit to a wooded area. A town hall to help improve the Jefferson Avenue area. How can urban planners, architects, designers, um, investors all come together under one space and use... Um, urban planning and design to demand more for black buffalo, to demand essentially reparations for black buffalo. Jelana Justice Hill says the event takes place at Open Buffalo on Jefferson Avenue at 1 p.m. From the WBEN Newsroom, I'm Tom Puckett. You're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Show. To join Mike and Glenn, call 844-434-4TFG. That's 844-434-4834. All righty, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is the Financial Guys Media Network, and we are the Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick, Mike Lomas, and Mike Sparaza on location, remote and live, at the Wings Meeting Place in Orchard Park, New York. This is the fifth annual Buffalo Cigar Festival. It's always an open mic session. You can reach us at 844-434-4TFG, text line 716-817-0716. I just realized there's two 716s in there. That's easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 716-817-0716. Easy. If you need us throughout the week, 833-FIN, guys. Um, we've got a whole, whole what lineup of callers coming yes. in here yes, kevin from pendleton let's get kevin on the line kevin are you there gentlemen yes sir can you hear me yes we can hear you loud and clear and you are live okay you guys are a bit uh crackling up there but that's that's okay hey um just uh quickly uh, just uh, before i start here just want to uh just relate a bit what nancy was saying and i just want to say to mike lomas and extend to, to glenn who is in there today that uh, thank you guys for all that you've been doing and continue to do. And uh, because when I lost my mind and I relocated from Florida to here, right? <laughs> and <laughs> I thought I was alone, but I realized, you know, we're not alone. We may be scattered all over in Western Europe, but we're not alone. 
And, yeah, you know, well, I got your back. I got your we think, Right. And we've been very blessed to be able to do this and build our business through it. And, uh, oh. it's been, been great. And it's, and the, and the show itself is very therapeutic. So, yeah, there you go. And, uh, you know, and for those, um, in relation to the, um, New York State Audit Group, um, I, I, I really, really hope that a lot of folks don't just come and put their lazy butts in a seat, clap and say, yeah, 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 and then go home. Please support these good folks, okay? Because I won't be surprised before the guys in the black panel vans and suits come seizing their phones and stuff, which has been happening around the country. A lot of people may not be aware of this. But, um, yeah, they're onto something. And couldn't couldn't agree with so. you more. And I have found out that... Um uh, the, in the last governor's race, there was a, a disconnect of 272,000 votes, and they've already found 3 million people in New York State that are not should not be registered, right? There's certain things that you need to do to be a registered voter in the state of New York. One of them is you need to have a residence. Well, 3 million people, just mm-hmm. lo and behold, don't have a residence. Yeah, yeah. But, but by the way, and also, it's not just Democrats doing this crap, okay? Because I'm looking at the data that we have here in Niagara County, and uh, I, I, I tell you what, though, um, hey, look, uh, they took it to our sheriff, and just moments before they had the meeting with him, he didn't meet with them. But you see, I kind of said to them in advance, look, prepare for anything, you know, over here in Niagara County, because look, this guy took a knee two years ago, and a lot of folks didn't know that. So by taking a knee, that says a lot. And a lot yep. of the sheriffs and so on out here, uh, you know, part of the system, not a solution. And before I leave you, um, those folks who say that they're too smart to engage in politics, okay, just want you to know, quote from Kevin from Pendleton here, those who are too smart to engage in politics are punished by being governed by those who are dumber. Actually, that's from Plato. I'm just kidding. And I'm not a plagiarist, okay? <laughs> so you are punished. You are punished by being governed by those who are dumber. You've got to get involved and listen. Not everyone who's an enemy of the state is a Democrat. Keep that in mind. Anyway, God bless you all. Have a great day. Take care. I was going to say, Tuma, I think Gene said it perfectly with this voting issue is not a partisan issue, right? It's both sides of the aisle should be concerned about this over the next 100, 200, 500 years, right? You need to have normal elections that can be counted not over the course of six weeks, that get counted same day, yeah. right? Show up to vote. Show an ID to vote. It's not a difficult concept. He, he's right about that. The only disconnect, though, is it is the Democrats that are suggesting you don't need an Correct. ID. Correct. It is the Democrats that say, well, because somebody has a different colored skin, they're not smart enough to go get an ID, which is just absolutely appalling to me. I don't care if your skin is brown, yellow, red, blue. You, you yep. go get an ID. And and then when you ask people on the streets, or somebody, we had that video where they're playing, going up and asking specifically black people, um, are you able to get an ID? They're like, what are you talking about? Like, what's wrong with you? Right? Oh well, the the reality is that Democrats don't think you're smart enough to do that. Do you know where the DMV is? Yeah, it's on 10th Street, right over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unreal. We have a population though that when you ask them how many moons uh, orbit the Earth, oh. some of them don't know. The one, the girl being interviewed, um, two. Yes. 
That's right. Okay. Where is the Great Wall of the China. United States of America? Jeez, huh, I don't know. <laughs> Honest to God, that's that's what well, we're dealing with, though. It's the dumbing down of America. We've been talking about twenty-something years. We've been on the radio. We've talked about cities of Buffalo, city of Rochester. Instead of saying, "Okay, we've got kids who are are constantly failing. They're not making the mark. It's seventy percent as the test rate that you need. You get a seventy-one, you move on. You get a sixty-nine, you're out." So there's too many people getting lower than 70, so we're just going to lower the standards. We're going to lower the bar, and that is the, that is the dumbing down of America. And we're here 20 years later. This has been the product of public schools in the, in the state of America. Yep, liberals think it's Trump's fault. We're going to hear from uh, America, We're going to listen to a take a little bit uh, from now, Guy Benson. Uh, he thinks it's not quite Trump's fault. Let's stick to the phone lines. We have Brian on the line, I think. Brian? Yeah, guys, how are you doing? Hey, we're good. Hello. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm calling about this uh, 87,000 IRS agent. So mm -hmm. just listen to me for a minute before you guys go nuts on me. But yep. no problem. approximately 1,740 agents per state. Okay? Nobody wants to work as it is. If you do take that job, unless you have a death wish, I don't know why you would. These people are going to be tarred and feathered. I don't care if they're armed or not. They're, they're just trying to scare people. And also, you're going to get your day in court, correct? Um, well, sort of. Have you ever been through an IRS uh, audit? Thank God, no. Okay, so I, I have personally not been, gonna... shockingly, I know, but I have lots of clients that have been through IRS audits, and you are guilty until proven innocent. And if you And I've been through many, many audits because we've been the financial end of trying to fight that and the client has been right and it has still cost 50 60 70 thousand dollars worth of accounting fees it's been years and you know what the irs said in every case i've been through oh you were right look at that sorry about that we're gonna move on it is no fun and my point would be first of all the country's broke right the country's broke so if you've got money right now and, and and we've got we've got this big problem with protecting our kids in schools, right? So if we're going to look at our resources and say, okay, do we go harass business owners that we think are maybe taking an extra deduction because they deducted their latte, or do we take that money and protect the schools and make sure that maybe people are registering before they walk into the school outside of the school? Maybe we take a little of that money and put fences and gates around the school so nobody can just walk into it. To me. It's all about re reallocating resources and where our priority is. And our priorities right now are not those kids. It's not stimulating the economy. You don't stimulate the economy by threatening business owners with IRS agents. You stimulate the economy by saying, I trust you. I believe in you. Go out and create jobs. I'm not going to steal your wealth. That's how you create jobs and wealth. Uh, and, and they're just not doing that. Amen. I mean, can't you just go out of business? Or? What's that? Can't you just go out of business? Can't who go out of business? And just restart your business under another name? And Yeah, it's not that easy, though. There's a lot of cost well, to redo ahead. a whole yeah. business. Oh, no, if you're getting audited by the IRS, they don't say you can yeah. shut your operation down and switch it over to your wife's name. That's not that. that yeah, that's not. I mean, well, let me say well, this. My guess is if you were a registered Democrat and you donated to the party, you probably could do that. Yeah. But anybody else who runs the business, 
You're not getting out of that. You're not getting out of that audit until they figure out every single penny that you put down, and then they'll say, okay, hey, looks like, look at that, bud. You were right. Sorry about that. Hey, I hope you find everything in place after we've gone through everything. Move on with your life. And, just, and, to be, and to be honest, that should not be the answer to have to redo your whole life's worth and work. To just to just get out of night. I mean that that's just silly to have to restart, yeah. rehire employees, rebuild your business. It doesn't just take five minutes. It takes five, ten, yeah. twenty-five years. It's it's all about priorities at this point right now. The tax rates are still out of control. Yeah, Trump brought them down. Yeah. They're still out of control. And to me it's all about priorities. And right now, the priority of this administration is not helping it's not America first. It's not helping business owners. It's attack, attack, attack. It's it's Obama two point Remember Obama? You didn't build that. Well, what do you mean you didn't build that? Well, you didn't build that. We built that for you. Like, give me a break. This is this is an extension of that, and it's a bunch of garbage. Leave people alone. All they do Monday through Friday. That's what they do. They show up and figure out ways to take your money and redistribute it. And then now they're saying, okay, not only are we going to continue to figure out ways to take more of your money, we're also going to figure out ways to go back around and harass you. Uh, that that the Obama administration used the IRS as a tool to harass people, and guess what? They intimidated people, and it worked. And now they're back doing it again. That's all. This is an extension of. Hey, thanks for the call, bud. All right, thanks. let's stick to the phone lines. Thanks, Brian. Uh, who's oh, up next? Sorry, Mike? Mike. I'm not paying attention over here. We do have Michelle in Syracuse on the line. Michelle, are you with us? Yeah, I am. Um, I have a question. Somebody called in a little while ago and talked about. Some kind of meeting, and I heard the word lamp post, and they mm-hmm. said that after the meeting they were going to show 2,000 mules. Do you remember um, what they were talking about, where the meeting is, what it's for? Yeah, absolutely. We sure it's, do. It's this, you're going to have to drive west a little bit because it's over and near the yep. Buffalo, New York area. So, but they would absolutely okay. love to see people coming in from Syracuse. Oh, my gosh. There, so. Get a caravan. It's at the. It's at 962 962- Worley Drive, and I'll spell that, W-E-H-R-L-E, Amherst, New York. If you get off the exit 49, it's probably less than 10 minutes from exit 49 off the New York State Thruway, okay? Okay, so 962, and it's W-E-H-R-L-E-Y Drive. And they have you got it. Place. You got it. Yeah, no no Y at the okay. end, just E at the end, and it's it's called the George oh, okay. F. Lamb Post number 622. Uh, and that's Monday, September 26th, 6.30 to 9.30. This might be the best call of the day, hearing that people from maybe, in what, two hours away want to drive and take part. This is awesome. It's election integrity in New York State. Know the truth. Presentation of New York City, uh, New York citizens' audit findings and the showing of, as you said, what is it here? Sorry. 2,000 mules. 2,000 mules. Thank George you. Lamp- and, and by the way, this said, is something easier George to remember. F- 833 Fin Guys. If you're, if you're just out there like, I can't write yeah. that down. 833 Fin Guys. Call us on Monday. We'll get you all the info. Okay. And the other question I have is how many people do you think have been bust or flown to um, the wall outside of Biden's house? <laughs> More should be. More should <laughs> be taken into D.C. <laughs> What do you, you think of that? Do you think that's a strategic, great strategic move? Well, they'll just shoot everybody probably, but I, they'd probably be torn because they would because they say that they want all these people here, but like what happened in Martha's Vineyard, that's just amazing what happened there. And now they're gone already, and it's been a day. And so typical. Torn, but all these, 
All these Democrats all have, like, huge gates and walls outside their residences. But I'm wondering if somebody could do a FOIA request, a Republican with some guts, do a FOIA request and find out about all those buses and planes that he was sending out in the middle of the night. I'd like to know how many people were shipped where. And I think that it's really pathetic that they're probably all being shipped to Republican states. And now if we lose this next election, what they want to do is, you know, get all these people legalized and give them all voting rights and, and we're done. Great call. Thanks for your contribution. My my buddy Jill Arbino, I'm going to give him a a plug. He runs Louis Car Clinic. If you need help running or fixing your car, old cars, new cars, whatever, uh, he just sent me this. 63% of homes on Martha's Vineyard are only occupied in the summer months. Plenty of room for new arrivals. Absolutely. No doubt. Spot on. When are they going to turn this into the insurrection 2.0 now with DeSantis, right? He's he's put, he's trying to hurt our politicians. That's what's going to come of it next. And the crazy right. thing is they were just doing all the same stuff to Supreme Court justices, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's you know, right. Okay. They're just doing that, literally just doing that three months ago, and then this is going to be your insurrection 2.0 coming at you. <laughs> yeah. Insurrection. Yeah. They yeah. came into the Capitol with their guns and their <laughs> tanks. Uh, no, actually, they were let in by FBI agents. Uh, All lies. Yeah, everybody should right. continue to ignore. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, folks. We'll hit back uh, right back to the phone lines then. We're at the Wings Meeting Place in Orchard Park for the fifth annual Buffalo Cigar Festival. It's a great event, folks. Great music. Um, let's see what's coming up here. At 3 o'clock, Dan Minogue and Brendan Bartu of Southbound and 5 o'clock, Hair Nation. Great music, great food, great fun, and great cigars. Don't go anywhere, folks. You got the Financial Guys on the Financial Guys Media Network. The Financial Guys, right on, right on, right on the money. All righty, welcome back. Financial Guys Media Network live here at Buffalo Cigar Fest. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas. I almost said Glenn Wiggle. I almost got you got rid of you. Hey, look. <laughs> we're just talking Lee. about Glenn. I know. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Um, <laughs> we're going to jump right to the phone lines. We've got two calls left here to the end of the show. We're going to start with Ellen and Avon. Ellen, how are you? How are you doing? Good, thank you. What's I, going I know on? you're doing good. So anyway, I'm calling. First of all, I want to give Nancy Odacholi a shout-out. She is fantastic. I'm in Livingston County, and I wish there was somebody in this area that was like her personality. I don't have an email, but I'm able to get on my cell phone and see her on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And every Monday night, they do a two-hour show from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Monday nights. And she gets on um, about a half hour before. She just says something to you for a few minutes, lets you know what she's going to talk about. And she and three other people are just wonderful. So I just want to give her a shout-out because I don't have an email. They're they're giving Glenn and I an award. And that's probably because they're they're giving Glenn and I an award for fighting, you know, Freedom Fighter Award. But really the award deserves to go to her and her husband, Nick. I mean, they fight non stop and the garbage they put up with and you know look at right she's we're all very here. brave we're isn't very she and then she laughs paid. everything off <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, one second we're, we're very blessed in that we've been able to turn this into a huge business right uh nancy's not she's not getting paid right she's not selling anything and that's that's uh, really important man she wakes up monday yeah. through friday with her yeah. heart in the right spot fighting for freedom fighting for your kids and, and our kids kids and yeah. absolutely spot, spot on, by the way, for sure. Yeah. So to have that out west, in Livingston County, I don't see anything. 
In fact, we have an assemblywoman here, and unfortunately, she's chosen to put a box of the test kits for COVID outside of her office on the ground, and it's in Avon at the Circle. And I went and told her, you just lost my vote. And they said, well, they have to do it for the state. Yeah, but I think it's, Don't you always it's, hear that? You hear they have to do stuff. They have to do stuff. Well, well it's just you can actually find case. your backbone and not do it, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's, I mean that's, it's that's, inter- and so I, when I went down there, I saw some people grabbing the test, and it gave them the opportunity to tell them, listen, you know, those things are not trustworthy, and you don't know what's actually going in your nose, which is how about close this? to the they brain. They were most likely, by the way, most likely purchased or given, given, given purchased by taxpayers, right? Exactly. On a contract that was not shopped around, and the company, the family-owned company that supplied those, gave donated $300,000 to Kathy Hochul. I can't think of anything more criminal from a politician yeah. than to yeah. t- say, here's your multi-million dollar, I think it was $372 million contract. Oh, by the way, you threw $300,000 into my coffer, and the, the dirtbag media, nowhere to be found. I guarantee if Trump was the governor and he did that, and he awarded a $372 million COVID contract to hand stuff out to people, and they found out that $300,000 went into his coffer, they would be blowing up. It would be all over the news. Right, right. Well, let me tell you something else real quick here. Um, I happen to look up, because I've worked in government before, I looked up the Livingston County. In any county, you can look this up for your county, and it's just type in your county, and then H as in um, hazard or hazardous, M as in mitigation, P for plan. That's HMP, hazard mitigation plan. These are comprehensive plans. And they happen to talk about things like flooding and fire hazards and what we're going to do during these crises. But in the future, no doubt, it's already on the graph. It says pandemic. It says the um, diseased unvaccinated. It talks about terrorism. And it shows grids where all the people live the people that are older than 65, the disabled, the people that are under five. And instead of using the word support, just place it, replace it with the word control. Because yeah. that's really what, you know, things can be used for good and things can be used for evil. So that's just something that got under my skin a little bit, and I just want to make people aware of it. If they have a problem with it, maybe they should go to their meetings or whatever or call the legislators and tell them you're not happy with that yeah yeah the playbook was too easy and to your point about nancy or to there wasn't enough of them during that right the playbook was too easy there was too many people that said i don't believe in it i think this is crazy but i'm not going to step up and fight right and that's 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 a shame the playbook was way too easy for them to destroy businesses to to shut down our schools you know right one thing thing, nancy Nancy will say it's okay for people to do whatever they want. If they want to wear a mask, fine. I actually think masks are dangerous. People should not be allowed to wear them because they yeah. can cause well, such harm to people. And yeah, it's well, really something that comes I agree with Nancy. Up. Look, you've got the right to do that. Do your own research. If you want to wear a face diaper, strap it around your head. Just strap 10 of them around Right. Well, and then care. if you don't Just want don't to wear a seatbelt, you, you shouldn't have to either, you know? Yep. Hey, um, thank you, oh, Ellen. Keep, keep getting involved, Ellen. Thanks. All right. I want to play this. I think this really sums up a lot of what the uh, left tries to do, right? Guy Benson had a great response to the blame Trump for everything. Just take a listen to this, guys. And we'll get one more phone caller to wrap up our show. 
it's not just gaslighting, it's outright lies. I don't know how else to put it. President Trump, for any number of faults in his approach to the pandemic, was absolutely right in the summer of 2020 to say we have to reopen the schools in the fall. And he urged districts across the country to do so. And I think a lot of Democrats, frankly, in various states and communities and jurisdictions said, well, we're resistance warriors, and if Trump wants us to do something, we're going to do the opposite. If Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida is going to do something, made the right call based on the data, we're going to do the opposite. And if kids fall behind and lose 20 years' worth of progress and are affected by this for the rest of their lives, so be it because there are politics to play here. And to now come back after all of this and pretend that it's somehow the Republicans' fault or the Democrats didn't do this is absolutely ludicrous. And if you listen to some of them now, including Senator Patty Murray, she, excuse me, did an interview last uh, weekend on CNN. Her overall point on this was no regrets. They would do it again. And I think that's something that parents really need to grapple with. And people who care about the future of this country and America's children need to think about long and hard in November because this is the first national election we're going to have since all of those failed policies were put into place, since all that harm was done. And I think accountability will only come at the ballot box based on the actions of the Democrats and now these fairy tales they're trying to peddle. Just hit it spot on. What's amazing is that the people that still believe in this shenanigans and still are fighting for vaccinating everybody the data is there we already know it right it's now there you can't argue that anymore and they still continue and continue and continue to tell you that we're wrong and they're right it's just amazing do you want to go to our last caller caller, yep stevie in venice really quick before we uh head out today hey guys how are you we're good i gotta tell you i love listening to the show so I'll make this short and sweet, um, and I, I'll say something real quick. Uh, Ron DeSantis has been on the local news here every day, and uh, what he has said is he's got $12 million allocated from the federal government to ship people that have come in illegals to Florida, and that's when he sent them up to Martha's Vineyard. Yep. And they all were equipped with backpacks. I don't know if you guys know or not, the backpacks all had maps of Martha's Vineyard. So I don't know why they would bring them to the state of Florida when the backpacks, when they came into this country and got shipped to Florida, had maps not of Florida, of Martha's Vineyard. We're gonna, I'm going to let Mike Lomas let Mike Lomas respond and take us out of the show. We got 20 seconds. Yeah, Go ahead, I, Mike. I don't, I don't know about that. I, I, I think Ron is sending them up and doing the thing he needs to do, which is fight in the media and slap the hypocrisy right in their face and that's exactly what he's doing we need way more of it not less of it yep 833 fin guys by the way if you think like us and you want to interview our team thanks for listening folks uh you've had the financial guys on the financial guys media network we'll be back next week stay tuned for esther gullius the tax lady